It's it's true. True neutral. True neutral. I'm Keenan. And I'm Derek. Sorry about the fuck up last week. <laughs> yeah, these things happen, you know. Um Anyway, that ass was shorter than normal, right? Yeah. Yeah. It would be uh what'd you call that? Disappointing at best. <laughs> That's our band. <laughs> YouTube, um, Facebook, yeah. <laughs> we play in real life though. Sometimes. <laughs> oh, how's your week been? Um you know, it's been a week. It's uh been a mildly interesting week, I guess. It got too hot for my air conditioner, which froze up on me. Love that. And uh, there was not I could do about it except turn on fans and open the windows and let it thaw for a while. Yeah. Which is unfortunate because I have a dog and I'm at work a lot of the time. Yeah, so poor Puppo's just getting warm. Um, No, actually today she went and stayed over at uh, my son's mom's house uh, with her sister. And got to hang out for the day. They have dogs, too, so... Yeah, yeah, like, that's her... My, my dog's sister dog is there. Yeah. The dog so she grew up with. She got to hang out for a bit. That was probably nice Yeah. Good. Good. Anything else happened this week? Um, work. <laughs> that's about it. All it was work, 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 work. Yeah, and, and then I came home and my house was warm, and so I'd cool it down and fall asleep because warm house makes me sleepy apparently so i've been falling asleep kind of early that's fair <laughs> ah, i can't fucking breathe um uh, how about yeah. your week it's what did you do it's been a week uh i guess i didn't say or i would have said on last week's podcast that didn't make it um that i uh, had to to give give my dog to his uh his uh, parents owner for the time being and uh, I'm I'm really having a hard time adjusting to that it's been it's been just over a week now and it's a uh, oh and it sucks not coming home to not him like even mm-hmm. like Coming home to see that the stuff I've put in the window where he broke it is not moved at all is honestly like sad. <laughs> like I, I would, ra- I kind of would rather him running around. Like it's, it's dangerous for him to be running around. Mm-hmm. We live on a pretty busy area. Yeah, he was he out. He got hit not that long ago, mm-hmm. uh, and we're lucky he didn't get hit worse. The dog he was with died. Like. Mm-hmm. It's he shouldn't be running around, and so it's it's good that he's somewhere safe with another dog, with other dogs, plural, and uh, in a place where he can't get out. Because right now we just don't have that. Mm-hmm. But it is really bumming me out not coming home to him. Making me sads, giving me big sads, but. uh I've been keeping myself distracted with a lot of funny news. Do you have anything else you want to say about your week? <laughs> no, not particularly. We get to news. Yeah. Um. Oh, you said you have you have a a, a funny article. Uh, I you I am dying to hear the quote because you you started laughing about a quote and then you said you'd tell me on the pod. So okay. I want to hear so... the quote. There's a couple of different quotes in this article, so we'll get to the funny one. Okay. All right. All right. 
But this is an article, uh, this particular one's from comicbook.com. Okay, what, um, what is this in reference to? To In reference to Superman Legacy having <laughs> too many heroes in it, too many characters. <coughs> That's what we've been saying. And this is James Gunn's response. <coughs> Okay, I'm glad he's so, responding directly to us. That's really nice. Yeah. Um, so he put this. He put this on Threads, actually. Classic. So he instant put, classic. He put. I don't understand this fear. There are less characters than in the Forty Year Old Virgin. Do you think Steve Carell got enough time? Look, that's um. It's it's really beside the point in this particular instance, Mr. Gunn. I'm sorry, but the point of establishing a universe needs to... Need, I, I guess you're a really good writer, and you're good at establishing stuff, so maybe, like, I, I see his point, because that it's a good movie, it mm-hmm. is kind of an ensemble cast, there were yeah, quite there a quite lot a, of... There was a lot going on in that movie, yeah. definitely. But, um, yeah... Arguably, a lot of those side characters did not get enough time. Hello, Gina. Gina. <laughs> Sup. <laughs> but, like, pointing out, yeah, Steve Carell definitely got enough time. He was the main character. Mm-hmm. And I see your point, but the, uh, the point of the fans is that, like, a lot of these characters already are, like... They've seen Spider-Man 3. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they're just... I I get that they're probably supporting just like establishing shot representations of these heroes, but it's weird to have them all so early in what is a new universe. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 the that's the thing. It's not really about an overcrowding. If you had a Justice League already set up, like it wouldn't be such an issue, but. Well, speaking of, now we can figure out something, because after that, DC, this is per DC Studios. Okay. Superman Legacy, I'm just going to quote the, the article here, because this is this is what they said. Classic, is this still from Kotaku? <laughs> this is, uh, I don't know. I saw what? that at the top of the screen when you read the first bit. No, it says comic book. Comic book, okay. It's from comicbook.com. Maybe I just saw the word Kotaku in an ad. (laughs) Um, Okay, per DC Studios, Superman Legacy tells the story of Superman's journey to reconcile his Kryptonian heritage with his human upbringing as Clark Kent in Smallville, Kansas. He's the embodiment of truth, justice, and the American way, guided by human kindness in a world that sees kindness as old-fashioned. Yeah, that was the... That, I mean, that was the original press release for this movie, like the for, for original press statement. Is it? Okay. Um, the, well, I, I will How say you, what I'm pretty sure I said then. Congratulations, you've described Superman. <laughs> you've described every decently written Superman story. Congratulations. Now, what is it going to be about? Yeah. <laughs> How do you fit those characters into like those like if he's going to be like going back to Kansas, that's semi interesting, but like he also can just do that in a day. It's not like a a big journey or anything to go back home. I wish there was a way. Oh, Apple okay. Music will sue us so fast. So, no, here and to, to end it's this podcast. To end this out, I'm going to give a quote that David Zaslav said earlier this year. 
That is what what the big Z say. We got James Gunn and Peter Safran working very hard on DC, which is going to be a very big growth driver for this company. We are very bullish on DC. The Superman script first draft is done. Gunn is on a mission for God. It is a really good (laughs) moment to prove out on DC what we got and how strong it is globally for long-term sustainable growth. (laughs) <laughs> it's on a mission from God. Yeah, Gun is on a mission from God. That is a statement within this quote. Yes. Oh, Z Boy Zazzy uh, Zazmataz. Oh, you have uh, gotta chill out sometimes. And sometimes, like you, wow, that's so much to say. <laughs> <laughs> that's the quote right yeah yeah okay what um oh my god zazimataz you gotta stop <laughs> you gotta just maybe just shut up and let the let the superhero people do the superhero thing and let it speak for itself because when you say things like that you make you and your company sound like an idiot yeah He's on a mission from God <laughs> to make Superman legacy, legacy and the rest of the DCU. Here's what this movie's going to be about. It's Superman. <laughs> right. But you've got a lot of characters in there. Yes, it's going to be the story about Superman. <laughs> okay. okay. You've, uh, you, you casted Plastic Man. Like... I love Plastic Man, <laughs> but that is a B character. <laughs> you know, did you see where I'm going with this? Like, is it a story about Superman, or is it a Superman story with a lot of other heroes in play? Because that's what it seems like. And, I mean, it can obviously be focused on Superman still, which just... I've just said it. I feel like I'm a broken record. It just feels like it's too much too fast. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe maybe we'll see. Maybe we're underestimating the genius that is James Gunn. Perhaps. Um, in other vaguely pop culture news, uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 is getting a, uh, a port, or has gotten a port. I, uh, Two? I know Red no, Dead One. No, sorry, game. yeah, Red Dead, Red Dead Redemption's port. Yeah, sorry. it's going to Switch and to uh, PS4. Yeah, but they're charging fucking fifty bucks for it. Yeah, so um, a lot of people assume this was going to be a remaster when they announced it. No, it it's is a straight not. port. It's a straight port from the updated graphics version from the Xbox 360. Ah, so that's where the 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 upgrade confusion came in. But it's just like a smoother graphics port from, like, like they updated the. And graphics. it does have the DLC, the Undead Nightmare DLC, right? And it's also got a couple of the extras that you get, I guess, uh, if you got like the Game of the Year edition of it or whatever, right. the special edition. There was like a couple of extra goodies that you get, and it's got some of those in there, I suppose. Yeah. Um, no multiplayer mode at all, Fair obviously. Yeah. Uh, I. I it's not worth 50 bucks to do no, this. No, it's not worth 50 bucks. No, and I'm, I've never played Red Dead 1, and I really, really want to play it. But as soon as I saw a $50 price tag, I was like, 
I cannot justify buying a what thirteen year old game it's, yeah, it's for fifty dollars even with the DLC. Yeah. It's it's crazy to me. And I mean I If it I was would, thirty bucks, that yeah, would be one thing. Like, yeah, like I, take twenty bucks off of that, that's you would sell so many. Yeah, absolutely. You would make up for that price difference that you felt was estimated or felt was necessary, but uh like he, the guy had a quote about it. Maybe it's in this article I have open. <laughs> uh, it might be. Just maybe. It just might be there. I can't. It's probably something about how what they're charging is a totally fair price or some bullshit. Yeah, like no, that. it 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 is. It's exactly like that. It is. Uh, <laughs> Fucking um, corporate dickbags. Yeah, it, it's very, very. It's a very corporate response. Uh, I can't seem to find it in this article. We're never gonna get sponsored. I um, <laughs> just fucking corporate dickbags. Yeah. yeah. Uh, nope. I don't see that quote in this article. But um, the guy said something along the lines of, "We believe it to be fit for the market value, or something like that." Yeah, that's goddamn ridiculous, man. Uh, Your uh, game is old. People uh, aren't going to pay that. Drop it 20 bucks, people will. In yeah. a heartbeat. Yeah, legitimately, I would pay 30 bucks to play this on Switch. Yeah. I played the original a little bit. I never did. No, but... but See, my friend had it, and I lived with him at the time. Uh. And so I would watch him play, and I kind of got all of the story twice because i'd watch him play and then he'd tell me about it and then he'd tell me about it some more uh, i mean he was a great he was a really good guy he just like would get really really into this and he was fucking obsessed and like man i've loved a lot of games like that and yeah. i i don't i don't think that i do that no, you, well, you just tell about good parts. Yeah, but like you also don't yammer on about the same thing. You just want to talk, so you just keep talking on whatever you see clicks with somebody else, so you know the conversation will keep going. <laughs> That's how you work. I've seen it happen. Anyway, this whole article is just about how it's not worth it. It's not. Is, yeah. Make them lower the price. Don't um, buy it. You know what else wasn't worth it? Hmm. Waiting for Mark Zuckerberg and Elon Musk to fight. Uh, we all knew it was never going to happen, but we wished. Yeah. We wanted. So, this is amazing, actually. <laughs> Elon Musk, like, calls out Zuckerberg. Like, hey, cage fight. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> and Zuck's like, yeah, I'm down. <laughs> Damn. Um, set a date like I blem down let's do this I'd... which would be phenomenal right and uh it'd be so good yeah um uh Elon Musk then responds with he needed to do some training and then uh shortly after that he needed to get surgery on his back which was going to cause some recovery time <laughs> But shortly after that, he challenged him to a match in his backyard. <laughs> like, must challenge Zuckerberg to a match in Zuckerberg's backyard. <laughs> and then, um, at some point in this timeline, Musk 
said he was going to do a live stream of a test drive of the fully automatic Tesla truck um, and go past Zuckerberg's house <laughs> on the live stream. <laughs> which did never happen, by the way. The whole live stream just didn't happen. Uh, because it's a bad idea to do a test drive of a live vehicle on a live stream <laughs> where anything can go wrong and anybody could watch your stock drop in real time. It's uh, amazing. Uh, yeah. And so uh, oh, at one point Musk t- uh, tweeted or X'd. X posted. <laughs> They're not tweets anymore. Why would you get rid of the most marketable part of your brand? You're like, hey, this infrastructure they've built up and like literally changed the zeitgeist of the world. I'm just gonna eliminate that from everybody's vocabulary now. When do you think Zuckerberg's gonna make the ultimate power move and take the name Twitter for Threads before X goes away? I would, that would be so funny. Because, <laughs> like, he's just basically renounced all Twitter. Like, he sold off a whole bunch of, like, really expensive Twitter stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, just anything that had Twitter on it, he was, like, giving and selling away. <laughs> uh, like, a lot of, like, very uh, uh, valuable autographs and stuff. Like, one-of-a-kind memorabilia pieces that were Twitter-exclusive and, like, celebrity endorsed or whatever like real exclusive shit just going out the office it's crazy yeah that's crazy he's a fucking nonsense man and uh (laughs) he he x'd at one point that uh it was going to be live streamed on x and it was going to be an independent thing and zuckerberg say it with me now extreme zuck was like um hey, wait, no, this needs to be, like, a proper, like, MMA fight. Like, we need to be in a ring and do this right. And he was like, yeah, no. <laughs> and anyway, it was told to set a date, and he just hasn't. And it, uh, the last thing that was really big was uh, Zuckerberg calls off Elon Musk cage match. This is from and CNBC. Yeah. <laughs> um, Fairly reliable. Yeah. If Elon ever gets serious, he knows how to reach me. Because <laughs> he's given him various opportunities to set a date. He's been very open since the first day that he was challenged. Like, yeah, I'm ready to do this right now. Because Zuckerberg just does MMA. Like, Yeah. That's something he, he, he likes to do and does in his like free time. Like. <laughs> He trains and does fighting. Mm-hmm. If if Elon Musk got in a cage with him, he might actually just die. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't mean like Zuck would beat him to death. I mean he would just die. You're like yeah, like he would Zuck have a wouldn't heart mean attack. to. Yeah, you would just punch him in the wrong spot and give him a heart attack or some shit. Yeah, Musk would be like, yeah, I trained for weeks, and then he'd have zero idea of how to brace himself because he trained for maybe two hours once. <laughs> Instead of MMA gloves, he brings boxing gloves. Yeah, they're just full boxing gloves. And Zuck's all padded it's like, up. It's just fine, I always... weighted them. <laughs> he can't really pick them up that well. 
Just one swing. That's all I need. Just one swing. <laughs> Look, I don't really have any fondness for Mark Zuckerberg. I, I suppose I should say that. No, they're, not they're particularly. Both, they're both very rich seem to be assholes. Corporate dickbags. Yeah, corporate <laughs> dickbags. They seem like big corporate dickbags. This is the episode about corporate dickbags. It's a bit uh it's a bit of a dick swinging. <laughs> and uh these these big rich dick swinging <laughs> bastards don't really need any sympathy from anybody, so um that being said, it'd be real funny to watch Mark Zuckerberg kick the shit out of Elon Musk I in a cage. I would love to see it. It, it would, would be, be so funny. Oh, <laughs> uh, it would make me so happy to watch Elon Musk <laughs> get his shit rocked. By the great lizard man himself. Yeah, watching a reptilian be a fucking <laughs> just piece of shit. A, uh, a literal a literal truck. <laughs> <laughs> God, <laughs> Musk, just shut up. Just shut up and do something good with your companies because your stock just keeps going down and you haven't invented shit in a while that has worked. Like, I mean, you have never invented anything that worked uh, you just, except for that You were that the man that thing. wanted to go back to Mother Mars. Yeah. That's... Spend some money on that. Yeah. Sell X. Remember, remember... Sell X for a huge, huge loss. Sell it for a huge loss. So to whoever wants it, whoever will buy it from you now. All the money into SpaceX and go to Mars. Yeah, just leave the planet, dude. Just find a way to leave the planet before get you some, die. Get some of that terraforming started for us. Yeah. Yeah, do that. Do something for the greater good. And instead of whatever it is you think you're doing Lord now. knows the environment here is toast. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Oh, anyway, um, we have another. Oh, you have more. I have, I have, I have a couple more. Articles okay. Um, All right. And speaking of corporate pieces of shit, yeah, corporate, corporate dick, dick bag episode. <laughs> Donald Trump, <laughs> former president Donald Trump, mind you. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm going to be reading this from Vox.com, but I've been listening to so much shit about this. It's so funny. Uh, <laughs> Trump has four official indictments now, and... Uh, the former president is facing 91 criminal charges across four jurisdictions, Georgia, Florida, New York, and the District of Columbia. And he has two trial dates set for 2024 so far. Damn. He's also still running for president. <laughs> um. <laughs> I think he's just not allowed to win. I uh, it, at this point, like, look, honestly, I'm scared of what happens when Trump goes to jail. I'm, I'm scared the January six people are all just gonna start shooting from wherever they're at. <laughs> it's a legitimate fear. There's still so many people just in our valley alone that have 2024 stickers and carry. I'm not that worried about it. I don't know. I don't know. 
Um, the case is involving allegations of attempted election theft, mishandling classified documents, and hush money payments have grown so sprawling that it's tough for anyone but the most diehard political obsessive to follow them in detail. Yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> uh, but, um, there's just a whole fuck ton of shit going on. There's the 2020 election case. Yeah. Um, and this this was an indictment from the District of Columbia. Um, this case will, quote, legally define what a politician is able to do to reverse a defeat. Which is pretty major. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that is pretty big. Yeah. Um, four felony counts... Um, uh, are the charges charges of conspiracy to defraud the United States, which includes plotting to overturn the results of the 2020 election, <laughs> conspiracy to obstruct an official proceeding, including plotting to prevent the 2020 election certification, obstruction of and an attempt to de- obstruct a f- an official proceeding, which includes actually blocking the certification of the 2020 election results. <laughs> Conspiracy against rights, which includes a plan to deprive someone of constitutional right. In this case, that is the ability to vote. (laughs) Um, And the the respective uh, maximum jail sentences for these crimes are 5, 20, 20, and 10 years. Damn. That's just one indictment. Um, I could just go through all of these, but we're not really a political podcast. Mm Mm-hmm. I I would happily go through every one of these. <laughs> if you want a separate show where I do that, please let me know. I will start doing politics. <laughs> but uh I'll go along for the ride. I'll <laughs> learn stuff, I'm sure. Yeah, it's fucking If you say you want that, get ready for the DeSantis episode. It's coming first. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah, that's just one section of this article, and there are four sections of this article pretty much just like that. Um, and he's running for president, and uh, that's <laughs> silly. It is silly. It's so, absolutely silly. There's no way, sir. There's just there's there's zero. There's no way. Hey, did the popular think- vote means nothing, and the electoral college is going to look at you and laugh. Yes. I did everything right, and they indicted me. (laughs) That's a real quote. (laughs) That's a real quote he said. (laughs) Kufifi. The only funny thing I've ever seen from him. That was, you know, like, ambiguous as to whether he meant it or not. And it's not like I have an implanted meaning for myself, but every now and then I do sit and think to myself, <laughs> cool, fit, fit. Yeah, right? I don't know. It's, <laughs> it lingers. Yeah. But he's a bastard, man. And he's getting everything he deserves. I hope he dies in jail. <laughs> Respectfully. Respe- <laughs> of course. Of course. <laughs> um. All right, so uh, I got a quick silly one. Um, okay. Bradley Cooper defended in Jew face row by Leonard Bernstein's three kids. <laughs> what? 
if you don't know anything about what I'm talking about, <laughs> that headline makes zero sense, and I love that. So um, Bradley Cooper's playing Leonard Bernstein and Bernstein or Bernstein, I cannot remember. Anyway, um, famous guy in a biopic. Okay, and uh, he he uh, put on some thing for his nose to yeah. give himself a Jew nose. Yeah. Okay. And a lot of people are up in arms about that. Uh-huh. A lot of people are very mad about that. And while I understand to a degree, it I don't fully get it. He is just a different looking white guy. Are they just mad that they didn't hire a Jew? <laughs> I, I like. I'm not saying it's like. It's supposed to be kosher. <laughs> I'm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not trying to like defend anti-Semitism in any way. I just don't fully understand the like. I think it's getting compared to blackface in some instances. I prosthetics have been used since the dawn of time. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Because. Many fans blasted him for playing up a Jew face quotes stereotype <laughs> and said the prosthetic was an exaggerated version of Leonard's proboscis. <laughs> but Leonard's three children... Oh, this is from the Toronto Sun. But Leonard's three children have said in the statement, Bradley Cooper included the three of us along every step of his amazing journey as he made this film about our father. It breaks our hearts to see you miss any misrepresentations or misunderstandings of his efforts. It happens to be true that Leonard Bernstein had a nice big nose. <laughs> Bradley chose to use makeup to amplify his resemblance, and we are perfectly fine with that. We're also certain that our dad would have been fine with it as well. That's good. That That is nice to hear. That is that is a, a warm-hearted thing. I like that. Yeah, it's nice to know that they were involved in the process, and... Uh, yeah. Um, either way, I I don't want to invalidate anybody's hurt feelings in this instance. I'm not Jewish, and I don't know anybody who was raised Jewish, so I have no perspective on this. I just thought it was interesting. It is very interesting. And it, funny. Yeah, it also came across my newsfeed a lot. So, <laughs> figured I'd have an article and talk about it. At some point, you were like, fine, I'll read it. Hi, uh, <laughs> hey. Yeah, that's exactly what I did. <laughs> um, I have one more news article, and I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, I'm here for it. I love this. This is great. <laughs> um, so... To end on a on a on a light 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 very pink note. <laughs> Barbie's broken fucking millions of records. Not really, but they've made billions literally at the, a billion literally at this point. Millions yeah. and millions. Yeah, they made shitloads of money. Um But uh They have broken at least fifteen box office records and this was before um this article was from August 9th. Okay. And we are recording on the 17th. And I think yesterday or the day before, it um, beat The Dark Knight for domestic gross. 
which is Warner Brothers' highest domestic grossing film of all time. Damn. That's crazy. So that's that's a new one that's not in this article. <laughs> um, so the biggest opening of 2023 beat the Super Mario Brothers movie. Um, biggest opening by a female director, which and it beat uh, Captain Marvel and Patty Jenkins' Wonder Woman. Damn. Uh, highest opening for a non-sequel. Uh, so... In addition, Barbie is the highest opening weekend for a non-sequel, non-remake, and non-superhero movie. That is crazy. Yeah. This is from thedirect.com. I keep Mm -hmm. forgetting to cite them before I start talking and quoting their articles. (laughs) Um, uh, Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling's new world record... um, They have never had a film open to more money at the box office. So Robbie's previous highest was The Suicide Squad at 137, 133.7 million, and Gosling's was Blade Runner 2049 with 32.8. Like Gosling is an art guy. Mm-hmm. He doesn't do sequels. Yeah. Like. So this is a huge amount mm-hmm. of money for like <laughs> one of his projects. <laughs> He's like, oh shit, damn, yeah, did not see that coming. Yeah, <laughs> he saw a can on the ground next to a lemon. He's like, yeah, I'll do it. Um, it's the biggest opening for a toy-based film. Um, Toy Story Four grossed one hundred and twenty-nine or one hundred and twenty point nine on damn. its opening weekend. Uh, biggest opening for a movie without IMAX. <laughs> Fourth biggest weekend ever. Um, it's the uh, with the help of Christopher Nolan's Oppenheimer. Uh, this is the fourth biggest domestic weekend of all time. That's crazy. Yeah, that's uh, biggest first Monday at the box office for Warner Brothers, which was previously The Dark Knight. Second biggest first Monday for a non-holiday film. Weirdly getting. Uh, <laughs> Getting specific now. Yeah. <laughs> also, this one. Biggest second Friday post COVID. <laughs> that sounds, that actually sounds silly, but that's just like the Friday after, mm-hmm. like, like after a week or two. Yeah. It's just like, well, that's, uh, you know, more newer movies are starting to come out, like, Mm-hmm. Is it still making that money? Oh shit! It's still making that money. Is good. Uh, this record was previously held by Top Gun Maverick. Uh, biggest opening weekend for a Warner Brothers movie. Warner Brothers has a lot of movies. Yeah. Um. Like a lot of movies. The second weekend box office. Second Monday box office. Highest grossing film directed by a woman. Like, by a single woman. Uh, oh, yeah, and Barbie passed a billion dollars. Yes, it did. Yeah. Yes, it did. So, like, huge amounts of things. Oh, uh, one of the actors, Randall Park, who is in the MCU as uh, the the FBI agent. Fuck, I can't remember that. Um, Jimmy Woo. Ah, uh, ah. Uh, 
he there was an article that came out that talked about uh him saying Hollywood learned the wrong lessons because I think we mentioned this in a previous episode, but they've greenlit a bunch of Mattel movies. Mm-hmm. For some of them are real funny sounding. Yeah, but um they are all focused around the toys. And yeah. Rand- Randall Park was like, Hey, you're learning the wrong lesson here. You should be focused on the women who made this movie great. Because that's what made it great was mm-hmm. the women who were in charge and they wrote a story about women and people fucking loved it. <laughs> they just combined it with Barbie, which women also love. Yeah. 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 It was always going to work. Yeah. So like, but the, the, the fact is they're, they're just making toy movies now. They're just going to make a fuck ton of toy movies and they, I, they're all going to be soulless and in like devoid of what this had because this was a spark of inspiration by a couple of people who really wanted to make it happen. Mm-hmm. Not, not a greenlit project without a script. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I agree. That's all my news. I think. Have you heard about some of the movies that are coming out? I I have heard vaguely of them, yes. I'm trying to find I haven't I, I remember I heard like a plot or two, but I, I don't know if I believe that they were real. It <laughs> sounded like bullshit. It sounded absolute nonsense. <laughs> um I fixed my guitar, kind of. I didn't really solder it, but um, I took some tweezers and I twisted the two broken parts of wire, just twisted them together. Kind of works. Okay, so one of them is something called sounding. American Girl Doll. Um, sorry? It's a doll. It's called American Girl Doll. Okay. It's just a little doll. That's one of the toys that's going to be getting a... A movie, apparently. All right. Uh, it will be a family comedy movie based on the world of dolls. What? <laughs> what world of dolls? <laughs> the general aesthetic of a doll? I guess. What do you mean? Is that it? Uh, that's That was what they said about the plot of that one. Yeah. That's not enough. Say less. Um, there's a Barney movie coming out. Oh, yeah, the A24 style Yeah, the one. A24 style surrealist movie. By uh, Daniel Kaluuya or whatever? Yeah. Kaluuya? Yeah. What is his name? Is Daniel Kaluuya. Kaluuya. I was close. And written by Lee Sung Jin. Okay. Yep. Daniel Kaluuya was a nope. He did a really good job in that movie. Yeah. So, that's going to be interesting. No, Get Out. He was in Get Out. He might have been in Nope, but I haven't seen Nope. He was in Get Out. That's the one I've seen. All Jordan Peele flicks. Uh, Three is just titled Christmas Balloon, Um, which is apparently not based on any specific toy. It will be based on a true story that involves a little girl in a Mexican border town trying to get... Tying her Christmas list to a helium balloon in the hope that it will reach Santa. 
A couple in southern Arizona found the balloon, tracked down the family, and fulfilled the girl's wish list. That's really sweet. That just sounds like a really nice story. I, I, I might actually just watch that. That's. It's going to be called Christmas Balloon. That's stupid, but, um, I'll watch that. It sounds nice. <laughs> it's all going to be set in like hot, so that they'll have to like fake the idea of snow. I bet they'll get like a fake snow machine or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> they'll um, do it up. I hope it's a good Christmas movie. So I'll then- watch it. Then we've got our our Hot Wheels movie, of course. Right, of course, Hot Wheels. Is there a plot for that one? Um, Are they going to be big or little? Are they going to be big or little, Derek? It doesn't say. It doesn't say. I want little cars. In something akin to Fast and the Furious. Duh. It's a live-action movie based on tiny toy cars. Fail. With multiple writers and producers attached, including J.J. Abrams. Unless it's all, like, very, like, unless they're shooting it, like, on sets where that are very big and they are little. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, if everyone's little in that movie and they're driving Hot Wheels cars on Hot Wheels tracks. Yeah. That'd be I, so good. I could, I could totally get in on that. Yeah. But if they just, like have cars that say Hot Wheels on them and they're on the streets. You gotta get Vin Diesel. I live my life one loop-de-loop at a time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah give me that. <laughs> give me that egg in a vest and let him tell me that. Um, Magic 8-Ball. Getting a movie. Okay. Don't know like any plots, anything about it, but supposedly it's being it's going to be a horror comedy and the writer is supposedly Jimmy Warden, who wrote Cocaine Bear. Okay. Which is a good movie. It's funny. All right. Well, it's... I mean, you could I, I could I could see that being a horror comedy. Actually, if they do that right, I could see it. Honestly, that one seems okay. Like, uh, you know, you shake the eight ball, and like that's kind of like an absolute answer, mm-hmm. no matter what it says. Yeah, that's terrifying. That's yeah. good. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Ask the A-Ball something, and it answers. And then that answer is true, whether you like it or not. <laughs> That's good. Let's um, see it happen. It's real easy. Wrote itself. I just wrote it. <laughs> Give me money. Major Matt Mason is an Who? Um, apparently, this is a doll that um, Mattel brought out to compete with the G.I. Joe. He was an astronaut. Fail! He was an astronaut. Well, he failed, because I've never heard of him. Yeah. I know who G.I. Joe is. Me too. G.I. Joe! Apparently it's, he came out in 1966 and was around until at least 2011. I don't know who that is. I think they're lying about that. A, a movie that was when based I was... on the toy has been batted around since as early as 2011. Sorry. The toy oh, okay. came out in 1966. Okay. Um, oh, it's going to have Tom Hanks in it. All right. It's, he's, Tom Hanks is going to star in it. Ground control and, to Major uh, Tom. Yeah. Other than that, not a lot of plot details, but he's an astronaut character, so it's presumably a space movie, and Tom Hanks is going to be playing him. So, Okay. Cool. Um, Masters of the Universe number seven, which we, it, we, we know that's canned yeah. as of right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Fucking Netflix. Oh, apparently Mattel is determined to keep the project moving forward and has enlisted the Knee Brothers. Who? Um, Band of Brothers and The Lost City as okay. directors. Band of Brothers is really good. Um, Kyle Allen has also been cast as He-Man. I don't know who Kyle Allen is. I don't either. Kyle Allen. Uh, Too many L's in your name, Matchbox. Another car movie. Stop it. Don't do that. Put it in your Hot Wheels movie. So... Have it be a fight between Hot Wheels and Matchbox. It's super easy. It's right there. (laughs) Fucking stompy stupids. Have it all tiny cars in one house that are fighting over dominance between Hot Wheels and Matchbox. I think Matchbox was the one... It doesn't have the quote here, but there, there, I think this was the one that was supposed to, uh, supposedly described as being a uh, gritty, realistic... Um, Don't do that. Got something or other. <laughs> Stop doing that. <laughs> just make things honest. They don't have to be gritty and real. They can just be honest, and then they're good. Uh, well, it's being written by David Kogeshaw. Take your word for it. Um, but apparently he wrote Orphan First Kill. So. That doesn't seem like a good fit. <laughs> uh, Polly Pocket getting a movie. That makes sense. That does make sense. It. I mean, so long as you focus it at kids, it makes sense. Um. Fucking pump that advertising for those toys. That's what these movies should be for. Not a lot about that one either. Rock'em Sock'em Robots. Why? No one wants to buy Rock'em Sock'em Robots. What would the story be? This one actually does have Vin Diesel attached. No, it doesn't. Uh, Yeah. No, it doesn't. Yeah. Uh, uh, He'll be trading in high-speed chases for adrenaline-fueled boxing matches in the upcoming movie inspired by the classic boxing toy. Is he a robot? I don't know. In addition to starring, Diesel will also produce with a script by Rampage's Ryan Engel. Yeah, Rampage is a good thing to base other scripts on. (laughs) Vin Diesel is actually attached. That is absolutely insane. I was joking about that. But uh, instead of doing car movies, he's like, I want to do boxing movie. I want to do boxing robots. (laughs) Uh, Thomas the Tank Engine. Oh, what? Mark Forster, who apparently directed World War Z, is going to direct it. Um, It's going to be, yeah, just a movie about Thomas the Tank Engine. Are they just going to do it? Oh, wait. But perhaps he'll run... The anthropomorphized train into an all-new, not-so-kitty-centric station. No stars yet attached. Just do a Thomas the Tank Engine movie. <laughs> I'd be stoked to see that. I would go if it was just, like, the the basic... Have Ringo Starr narrate the fucking movie, the whole movie. Like he used to do for, you know, the old episodes. He's still mm-hmm. around, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just have him do it. Just have him narrate the movie. Just do a fucking old. Ringo can still be Mr. Conductor. Yeah, just have it. Just have it be an old fucking 
Thomas the Tank Engine episode that's really long, please. Mm-mm. I'll watch it. None of these are going to be that. I would, but Thomas the Tank Engine had a show. Uno. I'd be like making JJ the Jet Plane and not following the JJ the Jet Plane mold. Uno is a movie. Stop it. Okay. So this article doesn't have it, but I have heard people talking about what the plot of Uno is. They're what? What is supposedly Uno is a heist movie based in the Atlanta rap scene. What? (laughs) That's significantly more interesting than Uno, but how does Uno play into this? I don't know. At all. <laughs> but it's the Mattel Uno movie. Is is Uno gonna be like a stage name? Mattel, for one are of you them? okay? <laughs> what what is happening? What is what is hurt you? Viewmaster like the clickety clack thing with the, the circle of I pictures can, that I can you can see look the at. London Bridge and the Eiffel Tower. Oh, that. mine always had animals and stuff in them. I liked the animals. I saw a lot of scenery and, and places. There was a lot of state parks and things. I liked the animals a lot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> What could possibly, like, is what what is what, does it have a genre? Uh no, it it doesn't. This one appears to have no one attached to it as of yet. This is just a movie that Mattel says they're making. All right, um, give give me that script. I'll write you a script for that. Um, it'll it'll be about how like you can just go to the places or use the things in the pictures. Use the the, the viewfinder. This one's magic. Easy. <laughs> a movie called Wishbone. Like the dog? Like the dog, yes. It's a, a movie about Wishbone, I guess. It's um, Peter Farrelly, who directed Green Book, is attached as a producer, and there are several writers working on it. Okay. Is Probably they... not right now, they're not. No. Are they, they fucking better not be. Yeah. <laughs> Scat bastards. Um, uh, that That's the whole list. Some of those are absolutely hilarious. Yeah, but w- Wishbone could also just be a long episode of Wishbone. Yeah. Be fine. Or with it that. could be like a a biopic. Yeah. A wishbone. Yeah. <laughs> Give me that. I'll watch that. Honestly, I'll probably watch anything about Wishbone. And like I said, if they make that Thomas the Tank Engine movie just a a long episode, I'll, I'll watch that. I hate Thomas the Tank Engine. You're wrong. It's it's that uncanny valley thing that doesn't bother you. Yeah. Like, well, I just, it's, no, he's wrong. Like, it's wrong. It's all just wrong. They're friends. They're my friends. I used to have the toys. <laughs> I used to have a whole train set that I, I would I think when I was wee, I did in, I enjoy Thomas the Tank Engine. It was when I got older and I, the uncanny valley-ness of everything started settling on me that I was just like, I don't like this. It just never clicked in my head to be... Worried about that in any way. It just never bothered me. And then, you know, those amazing artists <clears throat> on the internet draw these horrifying things that are Thomas's body crawling out of where his face is. Just oh, like yeah, those are poop, good pictures. Which are great. They're amazing, and I love them. But it just adds to that I don't like it feeling of the whole thing. <laughs> I guess that's fair. We have nothing in our spam folder. Um, no spam. 
We are spam free. If you could make a random toy into a movie, what would you make? We are at 50 minutes, so we're just going straight into hypothetical. A random toy. Man, we ah, that's so hard because like, everything's been done or is being done, apparently. Well, yeah, They're turning just... Uno into a heist movie in the Atlanta rap scene, man. Yeah, that's I... That seems like scraping the bottom of the barrel for ideas. It feels like... Or the... maybe it was the very first idea, and they were like, yep, got it. Cool, yeah. thank you. Next. Yeah. Viewmaster. Who's got Viewmaster? Anyone? <laughs> nope. We'll come back to it. We'll circle back. We'll circle back. <laughs> that is definitely close to the end of the alphabet, sir. <laughs> oh, man. No. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Yo-Yo. Make a Duncan movie. Like I, about the company? Well no, well, no. That'd just be a documentary. And I would watch that. But um, it's probably been done. Oh, but an up to date one. Anyway, <laughs> um, uh, that yo yos used to be like a big thing for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Like there were yo yo competitions, and people would go. There were like pro yo yoers, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. uh, just do a rise and fall of the star of a yo yoer. Mm. You know, oh, pogs! Yeah, there you go. Pogs. Or Marbles. It's a gambling movie. Marbles. I'd watch Marbles. Pogs is very similar. Have you ever played Pogs? No. I didn't even have Pogs. I grew up in the 90s. Pogs are great, man. They're so cool. They got all those pictures on them and stuff. Some of them are collectible. They were like Pokemon cards before Pokemon cards. And the Slammers are badass. So what you do is, it's a lot like marbles. You put all the pogs, like you guys, you and whoever else is playing, there's all like a section of pogs together into the the middle, and you each have a slammer, which is a big metal pog. All right. And you throw them all into the middle, and you mix them all up and whatever, and then each of you takes turns like throwing the slammer down, and all the pogs that go outside of the circle, you get to keep. Okay. And so... And so you don't have to put in ones you don't want to put in or whatever, unless right. you are like, you'll each put in like one rare pog and whoever wins out good wins out good, you know? Right. But it really was like Marbles, a game that is just like kind of up to chance and you could kind of try to, it was frowned upon obviously to like try to skip it because you could like sh- shovel yeah. a bunch of them off and shit. Like, oh, you tell me that Marbles don't have skill, I'll tell you, you ain't played enough Marbles. So. Yeah, no, Marbles is billiards for little kids. It's yeah. great. I love Marbles as well. Marbles and Pogs, great games. I love them. You could, it would be real easy. Uh, they actually did it really well. Uh, have you watched Squid Game? No. They did a great Marbles scene <laughs> where it was like super intense. And you could absolutely drag that out for a movie. Like, make make the whole movie just, like, this intense scene, like, this intense game of marbles. Like I have a bunch of marbles at my house if you ever want to play. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I got marbles, man. We might need to find a couple of the big ones, the shooters. But yeah. I don't have the collection I used to have. I used to carry a bunch of marbles with me around. I also used to have a bunch of marbles. Get back into that. Nobody wanted to play marbles when I was a kid. I'll play marbles with you. They were like, no, trade me Pokemon. I was like, we already traded all the ones that evolved. <laughs> I want to play marbles Why would I now. trade more? Yeah, I didn't I didn't fully understand. <laughs> at the time. But also, I wanted to play marbles. No one did. Uh, but yeah, a yo-yo movie and a marble movie. Yeah, maybe Both. a pog movie as well. Yeah. 
All of those could be easy, like rise to fame and then fall and then slight redemption. Easy, like like a rock star story, basically. Yeah. Um, no, I want one of mine to be just um, a bottom of the gutter uh, gambling addiction movie. Oh, good. Yes, make that the Marvels one. Yeah. Yeah, just one one of them needs to just be a bottom of the gutter gambling like just like you're the the best at this game but you have such a problem. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be good. Getting taken advantage of cuz you're at a low point. Mm-hmm. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. It's all good. I have a it, an almost funny scene in my mind where he's like laying on the street, like with one arm up on the curb, and he's got the shooter marble, and there's like the little kids like sitting there, and he's just like casually playing marbles against little kid while just like laying on the street, <laughs> arm up on the sidewalk. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> You're gonna be good one day, kid. <laughs> Keep at it. Let me get away from that man. <laughs> Hey, hey, don't don't frown on your kid's abilities. You know, he's good. I was good once. I mean, it's still good. Don't don't let anybody put marbles in your ass. You got a dollar? I I could use a dollar. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go. I'll do some marble tricks for a dollar. (laughs) I'll show you how many marbles I can fit in my ass. (laughs) That's going to cost you more than a dollar. (laughs) Well, it depends on how many you want to see, I guess. And a dollar per marble. I'm doing Michael Keaton's Beetlejuice. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> okay. Oh, all right. Um, do, do, you, do, do we have anything else we want to say? This um... I would like to remind everyone that you can get a hold of us over at uh, trueneutralpod at gmail.com. Send us an email there. Or you can X us at trueneutralpod, and I'm at Mr. Dab himself. I don't like saying that. It makes me feel unclean. And um, we also have uh, the the threads and the Instagram and the YouTube, True Neutral Studios, and all of those. at True Neutral Studios, I'm at Mr. Dab himself on the Instagram and the threads. <laughs> and, uh, and then uh, True Neutral Podcast on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah, that's all of them, I'm pretty sure. I think so. I don't think I missed anything. No. Um. So, uh... Corporate dick bags. love. <laughs> Ooh, in different ways with that one. <laughs> this was the corporate dick bag episode. Though. Oh, definitely. I um corporate fucking dick bags. So many. Sponsor us. Indeed. And fight each other, you two pansy bitches. Yeah, do it. Fucking do it. I guess Mark Zuckerberg is not afraid to fight. Fight Zuckerberg, you pansy bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you fucking weak. You pay me a lot of money, I'll step in there for you. I don't have any fighting experience, but I'll Zuckerberg, take the Twitter name. Yeah. Do the power move. Bye-bye! Bye! <laughs>